Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us this evening, probably into your next morning. I'm Kate. We've got Alex here. This is... Your AEW Rampage and WWE SmackDown post show for January 13th. How the heck are we in mid-January already, I say? (sighs) But it's been a pretty uneventful week in wrestling, so I'm really glad to uh, just come here and chill out. Definitely didn't do a four-hour podcast on Tuesday about the Vince McMahon not news, kind of news, credible rumor news, I think is probably the best way to to describe that but please get in your super chats please get in your humper chats um we are also on twitch at twitch.tv slash fightful gaming though i'm seeing there might be like kind of funky things happening on that platform so apologies for any technical issues with that and oh my goodness if there was ever a week to subscribe to fightful select we've got very comprehensive updates from sean rossap uh there's a a lot that comes into play with something like this and everyone at Fightful and Sean especially takes great pride in our accuracy. We would rather be right above all else because you guys are paying for that news, darn it, and you should be able to trust us. But we do have as many updates as we can as well as some other stuff coming out. The news of Jay White was supposed to be the big news of the week, right? We <laughs> found out his New Japan contract is coming up was likely going to WWE. I think a lot of people are hitting pause buttons on that for maybe a little bit, but a lot of stuff happening at Fightful Select. Also Select Portions, which is just a a fun show that Sean puts together of things that might not be worth blowing out into a whole story, but things that he's heard, things he's seen. Our Q&As are over there. Coexisting with Rob and Maggie is over there. Tons of stuff on Fightful Select. Just $5 a month. Guys, Crazy night, but in this chaotic week, a lot of really fun wrestling, a lot of great wrestling that happened tonight. Um, Rampage, I thought, was a whole bunch of fun, but I'm an Eddie Kingston mark, so of course I did. (laughs) And I love Willow so much. Happy to see that. Happy to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a really, really fun match with a 
a rare DQ finish that I liked. But Alex, what did you think of the wrestling that we saw overall tonight? Pretty damn good. I'll tell you about a little bit of a disconnect that I had with a certain person on the WWE side and whatnot. <laughs> but there's always, I listen, it could be great, but I I want to let you know that I am not biased. I'll find find things wrong with both. You'll find. You'll find. Well, yeah. and the other thing is like, it's interesting right now because I feel like we're heading into Royal Rumble season and WrestleMania season, right? This to me, I've said since the beginning, this to me is the test of a Triple H WWE. This coming up couple of months. He took over, you know, right around SummerSlam last year. Now there's all this other chaos. So who the heck knows what we're even going to be saying next week. But at this moment in time, I've always said like, the real test of where the main roster product is going to be at is I think Triple H will have had a couple of months to get his footing under his belt and kind of there's not seasons in wrestling, but I think the most crucial time in, in WWE world is certainly the run from Rumble to Mania. Yeah. But I thought we had a lot of fun stuff tonight. I thought we had some not so great stuff as well, but we're going to get into all of that. Guys, let us know what you want to start with. If you want to talk Rampage or SmackDown, I think I'm going to gonna lead off with SmackDown just because that main event was such a pivotal moment tonight. I thought it was really, really fun. Um, we've got some chats coming in, but light up the chat and let me know where you want to start. If you guys want to talk about the main event of Rampage and everything that happened over there, we can do that too, but... We're going to go through some chats like this, like from Kim Gray that says this week has shown me so much, but most importantly, that Fightful has some amazing people with the biggest hearts. Love you, Kate. We love you too. We love all y'all. Thank you so much for sending in your support. And this week, um, I, 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 no offense to Jinder Mahal, but I don't think 45,000 people have turned into our NXT post show because of his return. I think it might have had more to do. I thought it was him. That's why I was there, news. to be honest. Um, but this week, it is funny, kind of like behind the scenes, whatever stuff like that happens, I'm always reminded, not that I, I ever don't appreciate it, but I'm reminded of people like Isberto, who's making our thumbnails, like Luis, who's moderating insane chats, like people who just because we're a team here, jump in last minute to help moderate or clean things up or whatever. So um, in addition to a chaotic news week and, you know, um, Sean doing his job extremely well on the journalistic side, a lot of those behind the scenes things about um, our internal team always definitely like show up in my estimation and doesn't happen without the support from you guys, man. Like it's, it's really fun to get to do what we do even on days where, our NXT post show is thrown off until a four hour show where Sean ends up enjoying himself quite a bit on stream toward the end there. But so much to dive into with tonight. All right. The chat is saying rampage, man. Maybe we will start with rampage that I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, we got some more just general love coming in though. Orion Ben saying hashtag mirror Alex hashtag marathon Kate. Howdy, folks. Uncle Howdy to you. Fun time. Uh, yes, we are going to have a blast tonight. Always, it's fun. I love, um, you know, it's it's uh, doing shows with so many different hosts is always really fun. Like, I get to get all these different perspectives every week. So I'm very excited to have Alex in a row for a couple of weeks here. It's a blast. But Andrew the Giant saying, great night of wrestling plus Kate's favorite NXT wrestler won tonight on Level Up. 
Well, thank you for that information. I'm not as up to date with the level up product as maybe I should be. Uh, Matthew Plus chiming in <laughs> with a disclaimer from Louise saying that this is extremely hateful. Katie, I'm visiting my grandpa and I showed him some of your show. I asked him what he thinks of it. He said he's jealous <laughs> of my grandma. She's located in my... Oh. Wait, what's this? No, it says he thought you were astounding and beautiful and incredible and the most charismatic host in the history of pro wrestling podcasts. That's what I read. Thank you so much, Matthew Plus, for your incredibly kind words that I did not alter in any way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> we've got a super chat that says Kate's husband. Uh, I'm not married, but uh, if that's from Eddie Kingston... And he's just referring to himself that way. I'll take that. Um, I'd honestly be more entertaining if instead of storylines, WWE just puts out their real life succession storyline oh on air. Imagine Sammy trying to be one of the McMahons. I, you know, it's so funny. I feel like there's always as much interest in backstage drama as there probably is on screen drama. And I like find some of it really interesting, but in weeks like this week, I get so burnt out until something like, until a definitive sale happens, I'm just like tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm getting close to the point, like until CM Punk comes back or gets released, he's like my favorite wrestler. I'm even kind of just like, all right, like whatever. <laughs> I know. So much going on. So, so relentless. So relentless. Masolko sending in a humper chat saying, Can I send a humper chat to both shows praising impact while trashing mm. other feds? Mm. I believe that you can. Uh, we do have an impact hard to kill stream going on right now with the um just like one of the most special charismatic voices that's kind of emerging in wrestling, in my opinion. Cresta the star is such a uh um I don't want to say un unique because I feel like the word unique has almost become trite at this point. But like she's she's just a really warm, special, incredible energy paired with some really great analysis. And then, you know, Joel's there or whatever. But also wow. Steven Jensen. Tonight. No, I love Joel. Joel knows I love him. Uh, Steven Jensen as well. So they're holding it down on the impact for it. We have these streams going simultaneously. Um, but yeah, feel free to check them out. You can send in chats to both programs at the same time. We got a lot of wrestling to cover tonight as a, as a group and more content coming for you tomorrow. But we are going to start off with what I thought was a really fun match with Darby Allen versus Juice Robinson, kicking it off for the TNT title. I feel like Darby Allen's best matches are the ones that are produced a little closer to stuff like we've been seeing of late. A little less of the like fighting underneath stuff. I feel like Orange Cassidy did the same thing where it was like matches were really good, but getting a little more like formulaic than maybe they should. I was kind of expecting the same things out of each match. These past few Darby ones, basically since the Samoa Joe one till now, I feel like they've switched it up a little bit. Like, they're getting a little more creative with how things are done. My favorite match of Darby Allens was his versus MJF. Uh, I think I think that's my favorite of his, I would say. At full gear, year before last. Um, just because it was like, yeah, he can wrestle. He can chain wrestle. Like, he can do yeah. really fun stuff in the ring. But I thought this was a whole heck of a lot of fun. 
Ultimately, we get Juice setting Darby up for an avalanche suplex, Darby countering with a scorpion death drop, uh, and then the coffin drop for the successful retention. Really, really fun stuff, and I feel like people, if they aren't familiar with Juice Robertson, are getting introduced to him pretty well here, Alex. Yeah, I, I like Juice, man. He looks like a superstar. He walked in there. Like, you can see it, bro. Like, I I, I, I hope that, you know, they, they continue bringing him in because his matches are, like, there is no misstep. And Darby is another one that when he's in the ring, he, you can tell that he is focused. There's rarely any, really any um, missteps with anyone in the ring. Like he gets, he, he, all his matches are so well done with everyone he gets in there with. And they were hard hitting today, man. They just, they beat the living. And I think Darby thrives on that. I think the harder you hit Darby, the the faster and the more he'll uh, involve himself into the match. So I think it was pretty good, man. He's, uh, he's putting some really good matches out there. And uh, I hope they continue to treat him. As the superstar that he is, he's, you know, and hopefully uh, um, they give him something uh, bigger and better as, as time progresses. Yeah, I think um, it's so funny because other Alex, OG Alex, Klausky, OG Alex yeah. Sour Alex, he's kind of just over Darby. Uh, I think because some of the booking has run him into the ground, but I, I kind of love this style of... Yes, Darby looks like he's 110 pounds, but if someone throws 110 pounds at you, that's going to hurt, right? If yeah. you're laying on the ground and somebody just throws a coffin drop of 110 pounds on you, that's going to hurt. So his commitment with his whole body is something that's really, really great. I think that's always been at the forefront. I think him mixing in a little bit more of traditional wrestling with that is a really special combination. Even things like today. I was like, man, when he puts a headlock in, like he's got skinny little arms, but he locks in a headlock. And yes, and Juice was was great tonight as well. It's been fun to see like Juice on my screen um, looking great. I think uh, Mike Bennett last week with Darby, holy crap, that match was incredible. Like, and I think a lot of people respect and like Mike Bennett, but I think his physicality got to shine on another level. So well, you, you said it best. He, um, if you notice any of Darby's fights, he's he's already an underdog. He's already fighting from the ground up, right? So the only way that I know, like if I'm a scrap fighter, is that I'm going to have to throw all of my weight and all of me in any way possible to put as much damage on you, you know, as I possibly can. And that's what Darby's doing. He's fighting from the ground up. And if once he hits you and once he gets you down, you notice he speeds up. He doesn't stop. And yes. that and it, that makes it believable, right? That makes it okay. There's a hundred and ten pound guy or whatever he is going uh, at me at nine hundred. Yeah, miles going an hour. going at yeah. your <laughs> It's gonna freaking hurt, man. So of course, yeah. of course, yeah. I'm I'm with you. And the other exciting news that came out of this: Kushida versus Darby next yeah. week on Dynamite. You're happy about that? Oh boy, I'm very happy about that. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy to see Kushida wrestling again and in, in American television. It makes me really happy. I feel like. He came in, not came in, that like era of NXT 2.0 where I started covering it for Fightful was such an underutilization. And at times, I hate to be so negative, but at times just downright insulting to <laughs> the legacy that he built himself for in wrestling. Some of the stuff that they were having him do. I'm just like, that's Insults, not wasting gone. potential. That's yeah. just insulting. So mm -hmm. very, very, very happy that he is back to getting to kind of explore his own thing a little bit very happy and i think he has a gcw date coming up in new york as well 
We've got Tom LaValle chiming in via Humphrey chat saying, always great to see Kate and Alex running the show on Fridays. This and Daniel Craig weekend on Twitter <laughs> is how I know the weekend has begun. Just enjoy wrestling, man. Three-day weekend, baby. Three-day weekend. Let's go. It was so funny with everything that happened Tuesday. I was so tired. Even just like the Steph McMahon news was really a bummer because that she's very well-respected. And, yeah. uh, and then we did four hours talking about a credible, I will say credible, Vince rumor. Um, and it, that's just a drag and it stinks because of the implications of that. And then I felt like dynamite was really, really strong. And it was, I was from the moment the bell rang with Mox and hangman on, I was just like, Oh yeah, I love this stuff. <laughs> like, And, and Danielson versus Takeshita, I felt like was so special. Like it's been really nice. And then tonight, like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is one of, if not my favorite storylines of wrestling right now. So, um, I, I was very, I'm glad in a week where things were so chaotic, there was so much great wrestling happening on television to remind us all like, Hell hey, remember, yeah. this is why you love this stuff. So <laughs> just really, really good to see and also really good stuff to see this quick vignette that we get. Holy cow, man, I'm loving this Hobbs stuff. And I know you've always been in Hobbs Corner and I've always liked him, but you've been like loving Hobbs. These quick, really well-filmed, really intimidating cool collected hobbs things i love hobbs man he says that basically he's here to crush our hopes and dreams because he was robbed of his as a kid with his upbringing oh my god that's basically all he said and that was basically all we needed i kind of feel like with him while the story is very fleshed out and delivered differently the thing i love with eddie kingston so much is it's always like I'm going to kick your ass because, and it feels very, very personal. But at the end of the day, it comes back to, I'm going to kick your butt. Uh, Will Hobbs is kind of getting to that point of like, I'm going to ruin your life. And here's yeah. why I'm, I'm all in for that. It makes wrestling feel real. What did you think of this quick little Hobbs vignette that we got? I, I, I feel like these little micro size Hobbs that they're giving me, I'm going to just call them Hobbs uh, are really are really putting together a bigger picture. And whatever this end game is, who whomever he's gonna go after, whatever he his his thought it processes here, he's gonna kill him. Just plain <laughs> and simple. Cause I've been a Hobbs Mark guys for a very long time since uh Kate let me come on here to talk wrestling with her. Um I've always praised him and uh I mean I I can only imagine that this is the first couple steps to some kind of maybe championship reign. I hope so. That'd be great. And then just put him through through everyone. Put him through everyone. He should be destroying people. That's he should it. be destroying people. And That's I think it. they're setting him up to do that. Uh, the actual whole length of the promo was simply this. The good book says that the phoenix rose from the ashes. Well, I took the phoenix and I broke its neck. And I took mm. the ashes just like all my hopes and dreams were taken away from me. Now I'm going to spread those ashes all over anyone I hurt in AEW. God. Damn. God. Damn. Now from a segment that was made to pop 12-year-old boys. And like, I'm pretty fine with it, to be honest. <laughs> we hear from daddy ass Billy Gunn. Uh, and the AEW Tag Team Champions, the Acclaimed. Mm. This is my biggest gripe with Rampage tonight, all right? 
Max Caster botched his rep live. You leave that in. That's good shit. I don't care. That would have been says. that would have been <laughs> that would have been great because no one was gonna attack it. Everyone was gonna be like, okay, okay, we understand, you know. Yeah, I, I it's also they have an hour to work with, so anything that's gonna kill more time, I think, is I know, probably yeah. off the table. But it was if you haven't seen the live video circulating around Twitter, it's just funny. It's just fun. Wrestling is a live performance art. Silly yeah. things happen, but he gets a nice little jab about the Saudi Arabia stuff in there, which I think was kind of fun. But this whole segment is centered around um, the fact that they're going to put their hands in the cement for the Walk of Fame. And then the ass boys come out. They're jaw jockeying a little bit. Daddy ass is out there, not even being subtle about anything in the whole wide world. So much fun. They pants the ass boys and they put their butts in the cement. <laughs> this is just silly wrestling fun. It didn't take up too much time. I've got no problem with this. Um, a little juvenile, but like I'm watching wrestling at 1030 at night on a Friday. What am I supposed to be expecting? Right. This was this was fun. The acclaimed are super over. They're very over in California. What did you think of this? Oh, man. Again, back to back groups that, you know, I've I've spoken so highly about and kate knows this like i've been i, I text her and i'm like yo i love these guys so much <laughs> so damn much and it, whether it's ricky starks or house like i'm always saying something to her like i just i'm i'm so behind them but yeah you know a little bit of a little bit of a of, of the entertainment right through a little e in there right for mm -hmm. uh for us folks that, that like that yeah a little entertainment you know <laughs> Um, I didn't see anything bad about it. It was a time filler. Whatever it is, what it is, you know. But he always kills it on the mic, so why not give a little bit to the crowd? They expect it too. They expect him to come out if he's not coming out on Wednesday to come out, you know, on a Friday night and and give it to the crowd. Yeah, I mean, we can't all get Jeff Jarrett time on both. Programs, oh God, I but... love Jeff Jarrett. We'll talk about that later. All right. Well, now I know when I get to mute you tonight. But in the tag division, not. With our tag champions, we are getting the Young Bucks versus Top Flight on Dynamite. So I'm way more excited for that than if this is leading to a match. But this also might have just been a fun segment to do. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see how cranky I get about the Gun Club and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal being on my TV this much when they have this deep of a tag division. But we move along to Swerve and Mogul Affiliates with Diddy's two sons. Um, Man... They basically just say here that like they're going to be the most vicious, vicious faction in AEW. They don't read as vicious to me. Swerve does. Swerve does. Uh, Parker Boudreaux looks like a fifth year senior at a high school, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's not for me. I don't find him intimidating. I find it inauthentic. I know he is authentically very much into like rap and, and knows different rappers and, um, so that's, I'm glad they lean into who people really are. I think that's a really good thing, but this just does not read to me. And like, I just really wanted to go like, I just want Swerve to have a singles run. And I really, really, really was like salivating for him and Keith Lee. And it feels like something that we're going to come back to now. And I was yeah. like, you had me right there. Just do it. Just do the feud. <laughs> like I was on the edge of my seat for that stuff. I built it out so well. This feels like, an unnecessary detour, but pretty cool that they got Diddy Kiddos in there. Um, do you feel did... like? Do you feel like maybe 
because we're so accustomed to like just getting everything spoon fed to us like here this is a you know this person's coming back and then here's a feud about do you feel like maybe we're just this for both companies we sometimes overreact a little bit because we we know it's there and it should happen right now but they kind of usually come back around to it because it's happened on both companies you know what I'm saying? So, well, I would say anybody who is doing a podcast at 1130 at night about <laughs> wrestling might have a propensity to overreact to things. I don't know. No, like I, um, I do agree where there's things that should have a longer burn. I felt like the build between Keith Lee and Swerve was had me ready for the moment. Like, I think there's feuds that I'm so glad say nothing happened with punk with brawl out whatever yeah they should not have run him and eddie back three times in a row that would have been stupid mm-hmm. that would have been a waste but swerving keith lee as a tag team it was to me felt like the story read is like we're not on the same page in the ring and then it felt like we're not on the same page of the tactics that we feel comfortable with to beat our opponents like swerve was all of a sudden way more okay with cheating and then it became super personal and the shane taylor stuff came into play and so when it becomes super personal i don't think it makes sense to cool that off that's where i sit on it no no um, I, I i value that because that's what that's what i was asking right um because there's so much going on AEW has so many stories going on at once and, and it's it's a change from almost a year ago where we were sitting here going okay where are the stories like there's a lot of like fights and things going on but they weren't so now they are very invested in it. like they're kind of coming around and being fully rounded so, I mean, I'm with you. I, I hope that they swerve. It looks like he's in control of what he wants to do. And I think that they're giving him that. So um, I'll see where this goes from here. I think I'm with you. I, I hope that him and Keith Lee, like, best out of seven. Throw him out there. We, we already had one <laughs> best out of seven. Let's do another. I think um, any anytime I always say this true. If wrestlers want to do something and it's not uh, harmful to other people, they should do it. If Chris Jericho and MJF want to do a steak dinner musical number, they True. should do it because there's always going to be people that don't like what you want to do. Um, so this is what Swerve wants to be doing. Awesome. But I, for me as a fan, I was just ready to see him on that singles run. Like I felt like he was the star in hit row and the faction needed him more than he needed the faction. Like, Things like that where I've I've just been ready for Swerve to have a run on his own for so long now that that's part of this. I'm I'm just not uh not into it. But it is really cool how much like industry crossover there sincerely is and like that he sincerely has a cool music out and stuff. I I do definitely appreciate that. Bearcat will be back. Bearcat will be back. Oh my god, are you You didn't even talk long enough for me to mute you. Just total, total failure. Total, total failure. Okay, I loved everything about this next segment in a complete 180 than what I just said. The Kings of the Black Throne. Malachi Black and Brody King with Bud Matthews and Julia Hart versus Eddie Kingston and Ortiz. I adore Eddie Kingston. I adore this story. I love what's working for me about this is what's working for me about Bray Wyatt and LA Knight and that you have a guy that calls someone out kind of on their spooky stuff um, and isn't intimidated by it like at Eddie Kingston. 
And then you have Malachi Black. And Malachi's so interesting because he's... He has spooky overtures, but I feel like he still operates in, in reality mostly. Um, so I just... Like, weird demon satanic dude versus... Root that looks like he's going to kick your ass at a bar. Like, sign me up for that I know. It, it looked like a biker gang happened to meet up with a, with a bunch of dudes at the... You know, the normal bar somewhere in New York City, and they just like clash right in the middle. I, God, oh, so I good. love, I love the way this started. I loved Brody just planting Ortiz with a chop before Brody's we were insane, even off and rotting. So special, such a great oh, talent. Yeah. Loved Eddie and Malachi both setting in the ring Indian style. Um, we get Kingston delivering an over the top exploder. Um, going for a cover and it's a no-go. We get Ortiz with a fisherman buster and Black pushing Ortiz outside the ring, grabbing Kingston for the cover and the victory to end it. A um, lot of ode to just fishermen in this. Fisherman mm-hmm. suplexes, fisherman busters. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved, loved, loved it. Um, and I just am so connected to Eddie Kingston's in-ring work and style and his storytelling. Like, there were so many storytelling nu- nuances in here. The Buddy Matthews chair spot stuff was so much fun in this. This was just um, it's kind of a story that sprung up. Not that it's been getting built, but it was kind of like, oh, huh, that's interesting. Um, and now it, it feels like it's playing out just perfectly. And then post-match, we get the House of Black grabbing Ortiz to tell him what a good job he did for them. Um, so much of the story with this is Kingston and Ortiz maybe not being on the same page and Eddie questioning Ortiz's loyalty here. I'm so in on this. What did you yeah. think? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's such a um, different styles that are clashing together with, with these two groups, right? Um and I don't know where it's going to lead for uh, for Kingston and Ortiz, but I, I see Malachi and, and the team kind of like finally getting back to what they were supposed to be, right? They um, Whatever shakeup happened and the way that they've been brought back, their vignettes are awesome. They just look like superstars. Julia Hart looks insane. I hope she never changes because I just love that freaky look that she has now. Um and the team is just running at all cylinders. You can put them up against anyone individually in a trios match in, you know, in doubles, whatever. And I think that they'll pretty much run the gauntlet if you let them. And I think that if you want to build them to be a powerhouse team, you're going to kind of have to do that. I don't know who they're going to run them through, but I think it would be dope to see them, uh, the House of Black, actually be like, top tier in AEW. I don't think the elite needs a super long title run. I think holding it through revolution, getting to double or nothing, maybe your trios title matches house of black versus the elite with house of black going over. And to your point, they're just running rough shots till then. I think versus FTR and CM Punk, obviously. Uh, my Fantasy, fantasy, fantasy booking is CM Punk and FTR come back and cost the. Can you imagine that? I lose my mind. Can you? You want to talk about wrestling? I will buy all of these Starbucks gift cards just like it. No, you want to talk about? You want to talk about wrestling losing their shit? If you don't mind me cursing here, they, the focus of AEW has shifted, and we spoke about this last week. They're caring about themselves. 
they're not worried about what WWE is doing anymore, which is well, other than uh, trying to buy them. But yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if I had that much money laying around in my mattress, sure. I would probably buy them too. But other than that, you you got the think about this, guys. You have they finally are firing on all cylinders because they're caring about their stories, their people, and what they're doing. They're no longer like have WWE in the back of their minds, like what can we do to you know say something or get views and likes, whatever. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I agree. It feels much more like they are in their own product, I think top talent having returned sorry for the background switch i was on the wrong i don't know what happened there i thought i left the stream (laughs) i'm like where am i ray wyatt's here (laughs) again we'll talk about that later but yeah i mean can you imagine punk returning with ftr like like they said on the chat in chicago my goodness i don't know if you'll see kate you won't see kate for a couple days that's all i gotta say i'll just be on stream like yeah oh my god uh yeah no i think there's obviously a lot of money to be made, but reiterating, you have to be happy and healthy in your locker rooms. That is Super. first and foremost with any of this, but a kajillion dollars to be made. Either way, I want House of Black to be your trios titles, James. Same. It's like yeah. 100%, but I love the idea of them just 
like running roughshod over the roster the whole time. And hey, speaking of pay-per-views, Alex, they're kind of expensive, to be honest. If you're in this country, if you're in, I don't know, Lithuania, somewhere else, might be a little bit cheaper. But you can't just like fly to Lithuania. You can get there though with other services to help you out with the best VPN in the game with NordVPN. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, unlock geo-blocked content. Maybe you miss the WWE Network. Maybe you want that AEW+. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. And you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well, just in case you don't like it for any reason. It works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. It can be dangerous. Your info is at risk. But you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers so you can get whatever services that you want. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. That's it, man. NordVPN slash Fightful. You can watch AEW without commercials if you want to. Mm. NordVPN, man. And they've been so good to us, sincerely. We had a really good thing going. And when it came time to renew, they said, we're going to invest even more in you. So please let them know that you found out about them through us. Even if you don't use their service, send them up with a tweet and be like, hey, this blonde gal plays all these videos of Sean Ross Sapp, who sometimes makes weird jokes in the middle of his ads. But nonetheless, I found out about your great value. So appreciate that and appreciate NordVPN so much. So much. We also appreciate chats that come in for you like this one. Like CO just saying, speaking of adoration, what's happening, Keeper of the Bangs? Girl? Mm. Girlfriend. The bangs need to get caught, Alex. <laughs> Oh, like you got to keep them going. They look like fangs eyes. right now. So I like that. Yeah, they freaky uh, House of Black look. Keep it going. We're going to we're gonna switch some stuff up at the hair salon right before oh. I go for the Jericho Cruise, actually. Let you me know if Jericho you're going Cruise? on the I am going on the Jericho So is Jeff Dye from Wrestling with Freddy. So I hope you. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to be on the ship. Yeah, right? So I'll send them your and way. So well, many of you guys. So hit me up on Twitter if you're going to be there. Um, but yeah, very much looking forward to that at the beginning of February, but very kind. Thank you, CEO. And hey, Alex, nice mustache, sir. Hope the house situation is going well. Alex, how is the house situation? The house is beautiful. I'm waiting for like $30,000 worth of new furniture I bought. Let's not tell anyone <laughs> that, but yeah, <laughs> I just I had to. I don't you have gotta, anything. You got to put furniture in the house. My goodness. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to pay for anything, but luckily I'm here with you and my OnlyFans, so we're good. Look, if wrestling keeps getting wild, I'm sure we're all going to get pay bumps. People keep subscribing to Fightful Select Let's to find it. out more. So how about pays furniture? Go to <laughs> FightfulSelect.com. Orion Ben saying, keep paying for Eddie and Ortiz couple counseling. Uh... <laughs> I am okay with both of them being single stars. I don't know if I see Ortiz fitting in with House of Black. I'm willing. I'm open to it. I'm super, super open to um, 
that idea and in general I try to be open to creative that hasn't happened yet like <laughs> but I do I'm okay with an Ortiz and Eddie feud that's something that should be like oh, a three match ass kicking whatever um I don't know what the status of Santana is injury wise I know his knee was in really really rough shape I would love for him to come back with Ortiz they should have been tag champs my goodness <laughs> we got Chris Muller saying here's two dollars to the go toward Ash's coffee table Thank the you, doc. doc follow him at br underscore doc yes. and whenever you have issues with bleacher report i always say hit him up on twitter he will i hit every time fix him up mm -hmm. every time my my AEW goes down when i'm watching a pay-per-view i hit up the doc like that just fixed. like that he's i don't know what kind of pool he has but damn he's definitely not just doing great interviews and articles over at bleacher report that's not what he's doing he is in the it department so <laughs> you know that's what he's up to <laughs> oh man good stuff on rampage tonight really really good stuff um but we move along to the baddies kicking out red velvet here the yeah. baddies are dwindling my friend the only one that's left is an interim baddie but this is just a nice little promo from jade saying that she's kind of more concerned with her 50th match than red velvet I'm very confused about... I'm not very confused. I took the Mercedes as showing up bait. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I still think she might show up. I think her not showing up might be a swerve. And she could dethrone mm. Jade. I would love if it was Chris Statlander, though, man. I would love it. She says she's sitting at home chilling, so... She's... Uh, she like injured herself and then I feel like like a week later was like I'm lifting in the gym again. Yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah. girl's such a BA man. <laughs> I can't wait. Um her return is gonna be really special for a few reasons. I actually tweeted this before and a lot of people shared a lot of love about it. So that made me really happy. Like she was getting so over right before her injury, and we've seen so much growth in the women's division since that I think between her coming back to just what I think is going to be a monster pop, mm. a monster pop. And the, the women that are ready to go in this division, like I think her return is going to be really, really special. And I hope she heals up and I can't wait till she returns. I think that's going to be so much fun, so much fun, but we move on to the segment. With, I don't, I don't really know. Like, Paul Walter hasn't very, very much. Uh, Stingray? You don't know Stingray? Oh, my God. He's a Gold Globe Award winner or a Gold Globe Housing winner, I should say. But Ryan Sullivan saying, Dan Housing Trap behind Sing made my night. <laughs> uh, they knew their target audience here in L.A. They had a lot of crossover tonight. Um, this, this, was, this was perfectly fine. He called... Jeff Jarrett, uh, he looks like a woman that owns a crunch fit. <laughs> uh, Paul Walterhausen, speaking housing to the crowd housing, uh, saying that he's going to rename the Gold Glove Awards the Gold Glove Housens because Dan Housen said he didn't get his Gold Glove Award. He's the leader in merch at AEW. Like, where's his Gold Glove? Um, we have Jeff Jarrett coming out. Look, okay. I don't need Jeff Jarrett on my screen twice a week. And I'm pretty over it. 
And now because he's doing fundamentally good work, like I, I can totally concede that he's doing good work, but now I feel like I've leaned so much into, I don't want to see him on my screen. I have to keep it up. Like, I can't just admit that Jeff Jarrett is doing good work. <laughs> no, I thought he was gotta... good at battle of the belts. And I'm like, I can't admit that. I can't come on here to admit that, but don't I am sell I, it. I do think, I do think, I know I haven't watched Cobra Kai. I suck. Um, I, uh, yes, suck young lady. I know. You know what? It's one of those things where this happened to me. This happens to me with a lot of TV shows where I'm like, I know I'm going to sit down and watch it in like a weekend or whatever. And I want to go back and watch the original. So it's like, I, I want to take a weekend and do that. And I just haven't done it, but. Okay, admittedly, Jeff Jarrett's doing pretty good work. The spot was fine. Um, I, I still feel like they're on my screen too much. But, like, their match versus they claimed was, like, pretty good for what it was. But I'm not happy about it still, all right? I have to find the line between being committed to the bit and being I'll a fair analyst. <laughs> I sort you of enjoy Smart Mark on some things, Okay. <laughs> Hey, I'll compromise with you, everyone. Okay. Smart Mark has nice suits. There we go. I mean, now we can compromise. We can have double J, double F, TP. We like gave double props tonight. And I think that's sweet. You see that? (laughs) That's what we do around here. Take care of each other. Feels good. It feels good after an exhausting week to look on the bright side. We got some chats about the idea of Statlander versus Hater. Grand V saying, I thought about that and I almost fainted. That would be, I mean, there's so many matches, man. Statlander versus Willow. Come on. Statlander versus Tony Storm. Um, people that have been there. Statlander versus Sheeta, like over and over again. Give me that, right? So uh yeah, no, I I um it, it makes me really happy because I think it's going to be an incredible pop. Like, I think it is going to be very, very loud when she returns. I think it's going to be really special. Really, really special. <laughs> Volov saying, a wild slap nuts appears. Slap nuts uses confusion on Kate. It was super <laughs> effective. Like, you, you set yourself up to get called a woman that looks like she owns a crunch fitness. And I'm in. That's, that's just... There's no way to slice it that isn't funny. That's that's pretty good stuff. True. <laughs> We've got Shotkid29 saying about LAX, if Santana and Ortiz have buried the hatchet or reunited LAX and the AEW would kick ass. And yes, that includes Diamante. Been oh. sounding off about that for like probably 18 months at this point. I don't understand why Diamante is not on my TV screen. Uh, and LAX like her being reunited and that would be fantastic. Love that idea as a trio. I think if you had Santana Ortiz and Eddie, whew, a lot of possibilities. Calm that yourself are fun. down, Kate. Calm yourself down. I you can't. look flustered. You're sweating. I'm forever, My God. forever hyped about the idea. Let me of just LA. give her some air, people. <laughs> so we end Rampage with a really fun street fight. Ruby Soho and Willow defeating TJ, and we find out Willow versus Tony Storm on Dynamite. Man, Please. what a turnaround for this division! And that something that's I'm gonna say I don't want to call it a throwaway match, but like not a story-driven match, just a one-off probably. 
is Tony Storm versus Willow, and it's gonna rule. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh, so fun. But tonight, this is the most chats we've got about stuff, and it makes me really happy because these girls laid out a very scary spot in here where Anna Jay's head missed uh, and did not miss a bunch of concrete. I hope she's okay. That was scary, scary to watch, but. Tay and Anna get attacked from behind as Ruby and Willow come out. Um, a little bit of like a Dudley Boys outfit tribute. I loved that. That was really, really fun. Knew there were going to be tables in it from that moment on. But Ruby getting busted open early here. It's kind of Love all it. we needed. Like I'm this whoo, a blast. We get so many callbacks to the, the first hardcore match that they kind of had with the um, barbed wire sleeve and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I believe this one on the destination unknown. I'm sorry if that's incorrect, but I'm pretty sure that's what we went home with. I just really hope Anna J is okay, but this is really, really fun. I think it's so funny separate of each other. I feel like I have said that Ruby and Willow are two of the most magnetic performers in the world, especially Willow. Like I, I use that word with her almost synonymously. And Ruby the same. And they're kind of like these perfect little misfits that share that quality. Uh, but I I loved this. I think it's really fun to have like Deathmatch Willow Nightingale. It's just a fun idea. <laughs> a super fun idea. But this was great. This was great. Um, Cabbage Sensei is saying, repost from earlier, but FYI, both Ruby and Anna J have been retweeting, posting on Instagram. So at least their fingers are working. Yeah, that's <laughs> That's good news. And she she hung in there. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just a scary spot. And scary spots happen. But uh, Ruby yelling, get the tables is something that people are talking about just in the chat. This is such a fun main event, especially on Rampage. I love that they give the women room to do another, what did WWE call it? Gory self-mutilation. Gruesome. How, yeah. Gory self-mutilation. But... This was so much fun. Um, I want more of it. Yeah, these I mean, ladies laid out. I think a, a women's blood and guts match is the next. Yes. The next milestone. I think you could see more stipulation matches that aren't tic tac and cage focused. I think if you get more ladders, I think you could get just more hardcore matches in general would be really, really fun. But the division is so deep between the talent that they've added and the growth of the talent that's been there and investing and working really, really hard. Like this is everything that I wanted for these ladies, everything that I was complaining about for two and yeah. a half years. It really feels like we've turned a corner on in a sustainable way. I feel like there were times that they had their foot on the gas and took it off, but it, it feels like this is what we get to expect. Um, but I think like a full on war game style, blood and guts thing, could be super, super fun. But talking about tonight, what did you think of this match? I Man, they beat the... I mean, we've seen people beat the crap out of each other, but these girls went after each other. Um, there was a spot as well um, on the apron where Anna Jay took uh, uh, a, a drop. Oh, my God. It looked like she dropped right on the, like the back of her head. Um, incredible. I got to give it up to the ladies, man. They are stepping up and and really putting it out there that, you know, they can pretty much go hand in hand with, with the men. Whatever Big matches time. they have, you can give them. 
Um, AEW obviously gives you a little bit more of that freedom to be able to go out there and express yourself in that art form, as opposed to WWE, where they're like, I don't think that's a good idea because the women shouldn't be fighting like that, right? Um, they yeah, have it's just special a PG product, matches. right? Right, like right. It's, they have it's these, literally, they can't yeah. have blood. I mean, you can still have Ruby without the blood, but the way the style of the of the match is so AEW style, which is great because this is what we want. We want a, an alternative. I don't want the same crap that's on the other channel, you know? So, I, I mean, yes. these well, ladies... It feels like they let in when they were trying trying to invest more time and care into the women's division it felt like the beginnings of that kind of started with the first one of these matches and this was this was something that they realized could differentiate themselves there's so much incredible wrestling women's wrestling in wwe but they don't usually lean in this hard they don't go as violent they don't go as hard hitting necessarily um so I feel like they thought they might have unlocked something with that. Look, you got Jamie Hayter as champ now, right? Like she lays in really, really hard. So like leaning into being extremely physical at matches like this is you're right. It's a differentiator blood and barbed wire aside. Like yeah. the, the physicality in that is, is something that seems special and unique. And we've got some chats to go through on this. Chris Mueller, again, can't emphasize enough. If you have any issues with your Bleacher Report map, I'm so mean. Bloody Ruby Soho scares me, and I like it, he says. Me too, man. I loved that, like, she just got back from her broken nose, and she was like, I don't care. Whatever. Let's go. Let's go really hard. Uh, 1LT photo saying that Anna J landing was rough to watch. It was. It was one of those things where so much of Rampage, especially because a one-hour show is just really easy to be, like, present in. Uh, it took you out for a second where you're like, oh, God, I yeah. hope she's all right. So, agreed, that was tough. Chai Towns versus and Jay bumps like crazy in that match. Hope she's okay. Agreed. Agreed. And the Pro Wrestling Podcast has been so supportive of us. Thank you so much. Saying Ruby Soho bled like crazy. Yeah, she was busted open pretty good. <laughs> pretty good on that i mean and then that the spot with the thumbtacks was pretty dope too like the girls played it really well man and um ty has really made a turn she's like i i I believe if she were to finish out her career with with aew like let's say another whatever you know eventually she would want to settle down um and start a family i've nice i've seen things rumbling like that before about her uh putting it up online but if she were to continue this path that she's on as a badass street fighter on AEW, man, she could be end up as one of the good ones, man. One of the greats. Cause she is, she shows it. She's physical. She'll go out there. She'll try anything. She, I feel like the year before last, she was the most improved wrestler Agreed. in AEW for sure. Maybe in all of wrestling. Mm, I think Deanna Peraza was kind of coming out at that same time too, but like certainly one of the most improved wrestlers in wrestling. And then when she did this style match the first time around, I think people were like, holy crap. Like not only has she gotten so um, just improved so much in the ring, but she also like is willing to do stuff like this. Like that's crazy. That's star making stuff. Anna J as well. I think. Energy as well, for sure. Oh my god! For sure, there's something. Tay like leans into it though, man. Like Tay, I feel like thrives off of this. I really liked Jericho talking about her Brazilian background. Mm-hmm. In this. He was he was pretty good on commentary tonight. The past couple of weeks, I've really liked his work. He also said to in the 
um, House of Black Eddie Kingston Ortiz match, he was like, he almost lit me on fire. That man <laughs> cracked me up, but she's she's great. I, I really really like Tay. Um, regard like I don't care about people's personal lives. I don't pretend Correct. I know what's Correct. going on in that. No one should. Yeah, I do think the Appreciation Society stuff has been a little bit hit and miss for her. And even more miss, I would say, for Anna Jay, because I feel like the heel she is doesn't really line up with the heels that are in the rest of that faction. But this stuff was great. And I I loved Jericho talking about like her Brazilian heritage and like the she's not unfamiliar with street fights. Like, Those like, are my really girls. Nice thing. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. But kudos to them. They put on a hell of a main event. That is fun anytime, but like you're coming down the stretch at eleven o'clock at night on a Friday, like that feels like I'm tuning in for Friday night wrestling. What a blast. Sure. sure. What a blast. So that took us home on Rampage. That was such a fun show. We got a couple more chats before we move on, though. Shotkit29, sending in a Humper Chat. We appreciate that. YouTube takes like 30%. So humperchats.com. You get to keep a little bit more of the cash thing. <laughs> Women's Anarchy in the Arena, followed by Blood and Guts. Wow. Where it's the OGs versus the outsiders. Oh, I love that. Team should be Britt, Jamie, Rosa, Sheeta, and Statlander for the homers. Soraya, Mercedes, Tony, Athena, and Serena for the outsiders. Oh, boy. That uh, I would sign up for any day of the week. Yeah. yeah. Serena's a tough one because, I mean, put her on the team. I'm not complaining about that. I feel like uh, she might not be as synonymous with WWE as the others, kind of, but, like, I don't care. Put Serena on the heel side of that faction. I'm in. I'm in. Orion Ben saying, blood from a ruby shirt. <laughs> blood from a ruby shirt's win, Tony Khan. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I mean, Norma saying hi, Kate and other Alex and any <laughs> Sour Grab Society folks are fun. Tuesday night, weird, like, variety hour fans that we have. I <laughs> a no DQ match with Jameson Ray for me. Man, I've heard uh, Jameson. It's a, it's a, that's a tough match. That's a tough match. Uh, I When I was in college, I saw a lot of losses to Jameson. Uh, so I'm wishing the best for you. I hope you recover. We hope you heal up. Take Advil before you go to bed. Mark Quilson, oh. <laughs> glad to be back, everyone. Love you all. I hope your Friday was great. Thank you, Mark Quilson. Mark Quilson Thanks, always, Mark. Like the nicest dude in the always, whole wide world. Yeah. My Friday sucked. I had a migraine most of the day. That's not fun. I recorded our Get the Flick Out of Here episode with Alex Pulaski on the Know Your News Network. I got off the stream. And then I threw up and then I laid down. It was a rough day. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I, uh, I started to, I woke up, set up the broadcast for this was like, I don't know how I feel. And then I started to feel better. And I was like, all right, I had to put Pulaski on standby for a second. I was like, if I can't recover, can you help me out? But you know what? Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn fixes everything that you got going on up here in your heads and your hearts. Very, very happy. Very happy I was feeling okay in time to see it because the rest of SmackDown was pretty mid. Uh, the main event mm. was phenomenal. And we're going to fly through the beginning of the show because I want to talk about the main event for a really long time. 
we open with our IC title match, which was also really solid, actually. I feel like this is easily Bray's best match since returning. His match with Omos in Saudi Arabia, I felt like actually was pretty good, too. I think maybe he feels a little more comfortable with the big man on big man matches, which makes sense. You probably don't want to, like, hurt an opponent. And I also think just stylistically, sometimes the equal matchup is a little bit better of a thing. Uh, I was nervous Braun was going to go over here. I was glad he didn't. But Gunther wins. Unfortunately, he won with the folding power bomb, which like didn't look great, which is kind no, of a bummer. Yeah. It was, yeah. it, that's kind of a bummer. I think just exhausted from this match probably and getting Braun up, is, that's a big win. That's a big one. But this match was actually pretty good. I feel like Gunther is, is a hard guy to have a bad match with, but stylistically, we haven't seen Gunther match up a ton, right? Like we saw those matches with Ricochet, which were great. The Sheamus match was probably closer to this stylistically, but I think, no offense to Ron Strowman, was better um, by mm-hmm. Miles, like probably a match of the year candidate. However, uh, this it was nice to see this being Braun's best match and it looking like a good match. Uh, there's some just brutal chops in this, of course, some brutal stomps. The lariat from Gunther was ridiculous in this. This was a really fun way to open it. And I think it was a good match for Braun to have because when he's in there with jobbers and smaller guys, it's a lot of like shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle, block, monster, 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 monster. Like, so this was fun. We just got to see like a little bit more of what he's capable of. Uh, I'm, I'm glad Gunther won. I'm not convinced that Braun doesn't dethrone him eventually. I pray it Sheamus at WrestleMania, but what did you think of our opening match here? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a, a fun bout. I, that that ending there, kind of like the way he folded down. I was like, he he landed yeah. and then he tried to bring his legs. I was like, oh no! Oh, but no. I I can't let that like take away from the fact that after the match, they you know they did the interview with uh, Gunther later on, and it looked like his nipple was gonna fall off. That's how hard freaking Braun Strowman must have. If you look back at that footage, look at his nipples like bleeding and red and like peeling off his body. Yeah, they went those yeah. chops back and forth. The, they the went forearms, hard. the lariats. It was a, a rough one. So OnlyFans.com blacks, backslash Gunther nipple. Nipples is where you yeah. can. <laughs> the fallen nipple. <laughs> the fallen nipple. Oh, my God. Sounds like a shitty metal band I would go see in college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but a fun Being opener. Best. A fun, a fun opener. Later, we get a really fun promo from Paul Heyman, basically telling us that no one else in the bloodline is there tonight. This is mm. Sammy's night. Uh, no one's coming to help him. Like this is a Sammy Zayn test, right? Tipped the hat a little bit, but not in such an egregious way that you were like, "Oh, there's going to be interference." Like I thought that might be where this ending was going, but. A rare time I didn't mind the DQ ending. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But we move along to what was kind of a low point of the night for me, which was Zia Lee versus Tegan Knox. Yeah. This just never... It was short. There wasn't really a, a huge story other than Zia Lee kind of saying, like, Tegan Knox essentially has, like, jumped her in line and she just came back, which is a nice effort and a, a good thing to try and put out there. But, like... Didn't get a lot of time. Knox wins with the shiniest wizard. So I'm glad she at least got a win here. But uh, didn't didn't really work for me. 
what did you think yeah no it it felt like the crowd deflated um it, it just they were trying to pump in as much noise as possible electronically like they always do but it just to me it just her entrance was weirdly off like people were just staring at her like they would you know you want to build that energy so you can have a, a good match but yeah i mean to me even when tegan came out i was like eh, did we forget that you know tegan just came back like we're just whatever now we're just like okay cool this everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a fight, you know, just to have it. It didn't feel like it didn't have... I'm sorry, I don't want to shit on them i'm just saying no, like, it, it just, wasn't it, it objectively didn't have was it. not very good tonight it didn't yeah. have it yeah unfortunately and, it, and i like it, both of them but unfortunately it was just it was blah it was blah and there's it's just weird because we had like this hooded attack from zia lee to do to get here is just like an odd yeah odd kind of thing but didn't really work but we'll move right along guys get in your super chats and your humper chats to weigh in on stuff. Help me buy I'm a gonna... coffee table. Help Alex buy a coffee table. Help me uh, cure... cut her bangs. Cut my bangs for sure. Uh, and of course, we're going to tell you all about what's going on at Fightful Select. A thorough and extensive piece from Sean came out on the credible rumor so far, the unconfirmed story that we talked about for four hours on Tuesday. But Sean has some some really good insight about what's going on. He also had information on the talent meeting that took place earlier today. It was an all SmackDown talent meeting, not a company-wide one. More mm-hmm. about reactions coming up uh, with Stephanie McMahon's departure. All sorts of stuff happening. Uh, and more interviews. More coming up uh, behind Fightful Select. And then, of course, we have the Impact show that is probably still on. Uh, you can go give Cresta the star and Joel and Steven Jensen some love if you're into the Impact product. Very cool that they had Jordan Grace and Mickey James main eventing today. That's a blast. That's an absolute blast over there at Impact. So check those out. And then, of course, you got the Grab City Boys going on tomorrow, and you got the Fightful Awards coming up soon. Those had to unfortunately get postponed, but we've got so much more to talk about with SmackDown. You want to chat about it? Let us know. Get into your Super Chats and Humper Chats. But we're going to talk about this Rey Mysterio carrying cross thing. Oh, God. What was Carrie Cross wearing? <laughs> I put I put out I put out a tweet which people kind of liked. I said, "God, he looks like a 1998 math teacher. Like that's exactly <laughs> what my math teacher looked like. The long, you know, trench coat from back in the day, the slick hair back. I was hoping he would come out with a flip phone or something, you know, but that didn't happen. He he had a card in his hand, but that's what he looked like. He." looked to me like i used to go to the bitter end in new york oh. and it was like all the like hipster musicians down there he was like a fedora away a fedora away that would be great if he had a fedora if he came out with a fedora but that you know his gimmick it's just so weird it, i like you have a hot witchy wife 
I, the thing that was working was I feel like the motorcycle jacket. Like they finally found something cohesive, and then I was like, I don't know what this is, but all right, all right, Mister Fashionable. <laughs> God, he's just so. It's so weird because I don't know where he's going. I don't know what I mean besides the storyline. Yeah, okay, cool. He's gonna go after Ray, but outside of that, I hope next week he comes out with bondage gear. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> We know that doesn't work, but maybe Vinny's yeah. back. Cross Cross like dollars 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 47. Let us know nicely. Let us know what you thought Karen Cross looked like tonight. Oh super chat. Nicely, I love it. Be nice. Be, Be silly. Nice to but not mean. Um, yeah, he does feel a little lost in the shuffle here. Uh it definitely felt like he was brought back to be his hot position talent. Felt like some things weren't really clicking. Um, mm -hmm. he did like a cool cross jacket here. They did the card spot with Rey Mysterio's face on it, but there was like a weird production thing where we didn't get to see like that Ray's face was on yeah. it. It was very, very, uh, kind of disjointed, but I feel like Rey Mysterio versus carrying cross ring. Why should be something that's fun. Ray's a damn legend. Right. So, um, this was pretty good. Not going to lie with my headache. I missed like a good part of this because I went to get more Excedrin migraine because I was able to at the time. Uh, so I missed a piece of this, but what I saw was Karrion Cross's fit and I saw yeah. the, the card reveal not go well. Any additional thoughts on this? this it it, it, it looked like the card was supposed to like spark. Did I, did I see that wrong? Or was that like a lighting issue? I don't know. It looked to me when she held the card up, the way she was holding it kind of looked like maybe it was supposed to like spark up, you know, like those little fake sparkle things. But I think sense. I think it was maybe the way the, the production lights started hitting the camera. I was like, what is going on? Why is she holding a card? And then I got like stare at it. I'm like, oh, OK, I understand now. I do like the. There is more cohesion with the act now of the like tarot card revealing who the opponent is like that stuff I like. But, uh, but yeah, not a ton else to write home about there. So we will. Oh, my God. He looked like the big boss man from when he joined the NWO in WCW. <laughs> Cross looked like IRS with the coat and no glasses. <laughs> Who did? Oh, Alex said something funny on the watch along. Like, he looked like he belonged in Uncensored or something. I can't remember. It was funny, though. Uh, Uncensored, yeah. He kind of did. Right. I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, Pulaski. I'll take it. <laughs> so we get a Viking Raiders vignette recap here with the Banger Bros. There was a report. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't know if it got confirmed by Fightful. I saw it after that they were like, yes, we know what the Bang Bros are. Like WWE knows we're letting it happen anyway, which I thought was fun. You should let that happen because it's hilarious. Um, but they're backstage with Adam Pierce, and I kind of love this idea of like Sheamus and Drew in a tag team right now. Like, there's not a ton else going on. Tag team needs some love, but the Viking Raiders attacked Sheamus and Drew. I can get behind that. And later, we find out from Adam Pierce that there's going to be a tag tournament. I love tournaments. I love them putting stakes in tag matches. So I am happy about that. Any thoughts on this? No, no, just a lot of banging going on in that interview. Like 
Just he like looked, banger after banger. He looked very bro. uncomfortable after a while. Like that. <laughs> I was like, okay, can we end this segment? Because even I was started feeling like I needed to put on my cardigan and kind of like <laughs> reserve myself. Between nipples falling off and this, it's, it was a and banging. I don't know what's happening with SmackDown this banging. week. It's getting salacious. Okay, here we go. Ready? I am. I am not happy about where this Bray Wyatt stuff is going, if it's going where I think it's going. Ladies and gentlemen, I quit because she's finally on board with me. I I... From the first time with the hashtags, I was like, this is off. There is something going on. I've right, said so it. QR codes. Yeah, Second QR of- codes. Sorry. Sorry, QR codes. Yeah. <laughs> hashtags. God, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But yeah. That I felt like they did cool stuff at the beginning of this, but man. Okay, here's my first complaint. They did this. They did do this. And it, they're giving us such little pieces every week that I'm trying to leave room for it because I feel like I haven't seen a ton develop. Daphne, oh my gosh, my dog is very clingy right now. Uh, <laughs> like... I've been trying to leave breathing room, but if it's going where I think it's going, I'm just like not thrilled because, okay, complaint number one, if you're giving us this like little of a segment, you got to stop with the 10 minute entrances. Like it, it makes the entrances feel less special. It's unwarranted. It feels like there's more effort into the entrance than there is to the segment. It shouldn't be longer than the segment. If he's just coming out to talk for like five minutes, you got to scrap these entrances because it, it takes away from it. And also, like, he's a creepy weirdo. You shouldn't always be able to predict <laughs> the song that he's coming out to, that he's going to be carrying the light. Like, I think it's actually a more powerful device to just have him in the ring and the lights go on and people are like, holy crap. Yeah. Um. But essentially what happens here is he comes out as the old Bray Wyatt. He's in his wicker rocking chair. He says that he's Uncle Howdy, and it was at this moment that I said, oh, no, I think the pitch black match is going to be, at some point, it's going to be pitch black because there's going to be a costume change, and we're going to get, like, different personalities of Bray Wyatt, and the whole lighting gimmick is going to be to hide that, and if it, I have no idea if there's a great way to pull that off. I think they're that he's capable of it if there is, but man, if this ends up with Bray Wyatt fighting himself, I'm going to barf. I think that's terrible. Oh Uh, God. I think you can have him fighting his inner demons without fighting in the ring. And that feels way too close to fighting Shawn Michaels and God to me. I, I'm very nervous that this pitch black match is going to be poorly lit. Bray Wyatt, changing costumes or personalities maybe maybe um you know this is where bo dallas comes in and he's fighting la knight uh la knight is capable enough of a performer to pull off the other side of this too i think but this another red cage match sock in the mud that's so, what it this feels is, like I, this is i feel like they had this really big opportunity to prove that like you don't have to do this kind of stuff with bray and now it's like this guy, it, it makes it feel like he's not capable of just having a really great story in a regular right. wrestling match. And that bums me out a little bit. I am very, 
very disconnected from the Bray Wyatt character. Um, I don't know when it happened. I was excited. The uh, QR hashtags uh, pissed me off. And then, like, <laughs> somewhere. And somewhere, then his, his actual comeback was so great. Yeah. Yes. Like, so, and the LA Night stuff was so awesome in the beginning. Yeah. I think that we're just getting too, way too little of it every week. I'm like, getting disconnected with it. And I just don't, I'm trying to like really, again, and I said this before, I wanted to give it life. I'm going to let it breathe. I'm going to see where it's going to go. But it's just like, I was watching the segment. I'm like, I don't feel anything right now. This is not evoking emotion. You're the eater of world. We've heard this forever. You did this with Randy when you did the uh, the match on the outside by his house. Remember that he set the house on fire. Like we we've heard this before. You know, so where is this going? You know, it's just I don't know. Yeah, I feel bad because I I love him as a performer, but this is just jumbled up. Like maybe this didn't work, so let's go back to Bray Wyatt in the rocking chair. And if that doesn't work, the fiend comes out of nowhere. Like I don't understand. Like didn't they do a hashtag today? Uh, A QR code today. They didn't do a QR code today, and and it was the fiend in the video. Oh may oh god maybe yeah. I, I, I think Fightful uh, on Instagram posted it, if I'm not mistaken. It's very, very possible. Very possible. Um, yeah, this is this is a little bit of a, a bummer for me. I've been trying to leave room for it, too. I truly think the solution, and they'll never do it for part of this, is they just need to take a couple weeks off from it. And mm-hmm. they can't do that because he's such a big draw to every live audience that they don't want to not deliver on him. And he's not really wrestling. So, but Kate, let me be honest here. You just you just mentioned it before. P- people are are big draw for what for a ten minute entrance and a five second promo, and then he's gone. The lights are off. And Honestly, back. though, yeah, kind of yeah. Like for people wow. that are into this stuff, though, yeah. Like this is still their pinnacle of that. Like people That's are still. Crazy. On, I, I think people are still on the edge of their seat for it. But I'm just now. I'm struggling a little bit with. And maybe they have a masterful plan because I'll tell you what the um, Firefly Funhouse match was really special. What he did with John Cena and that cinematic that was match incredible. was so yeah. cool. So maybe they pull it off, but right now it just feels stuck in the mud. And yeah. uh, I'm I'm very nervous about what a pitch black match means. Like, are we gonna have the lights go out five times and a new Bray Wyatt appears? Like, I'm that's not for me. So. Dan Beer chiming in, saying that I loved all the White Rabbit stuff they did before his fantastic return, and every week after his first promo has gotten duller and duller. They waited too long to have him wrestle. That's a fair point, is like, if you're not going to put him in the ring until then, like, in a real way. I know he, like, worked a house show or whatever, but that, that makes it tough. And LA Knight is so good that it makes me want to, it makes me want to see it, you know? Like, it makes me really, really want to see. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to see them kick each other's asses. And they were like, cool, we'll give that to you 10 weeks from now. And I'm like, yeah, that's not. And he did say, we're coming. So I'm like thinking, oh, shit, does this mean that we're going to have, like, when he first came back, the characters in the crowd? You know, like, what are, what is it that, that we're looking at here? Like, if it's how like is this, him yeah. and Alexa and three other wrestlers. Yeah, right. I feel right. like maybe I don't hate that as much as it's like him, the lights go out, whatever. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to sit and wait and see. But right now, I just, I, it's just a feeling. I, I don't have anything to go off of but that. But I'm like, you got to stop with the 10 minute entrances and the stuff is just like not, for me, it's not clicking. For mm-hmm. me, it's, it ain't clicking right now. I'll say that. Finally, but- feeling how I've been feeling. I was happy for him to return. I knew a lot of stuff that was going on. And I was like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, Ah, okay can we we know who it is stop the qrs we know it's him bring him in i want to see him kill people and then he hasn't he hasn't yet (laughs) he hasn't done anything yeah like i think uh broken wheelchair taking longer to come in here oh no that's so funny oh god that is true oh yeah it's it's tough and it's not that i haven't been feeling that way i was just trying to leave room for it and now that that space is, is starting to to dwindle a bit. And it doesn't help that the rest of the show wasn't great. That always hurts too, where this is like sandwiched between this was sandwiched between um Zylee and Tegan Knox and yeah. Liv and Raquel, which unfortunately was definitely better than Tegan and Zaya, but not the not the best still. But we'll move along to that match. Um Raquel essentially says she doesn't think that tiny baby girl Liv can win from the one spot and Liv slaps her. This is the most clicked into a character that Liv Morgan has ever felt to me as a, as a solo competitor. And that I love again, I've said it a lot. So not to reiterate, I wish they knew this before her title reign. I think it would have been a little bit more productive, but I love seeing it. I love seeing it. Uh, this is, a match. Uh, <laughs> Raquel wins with the Tahana bomb. I don't love Raquel talking to a former champion like she's less than. Uh, we get a, a knee strike in here with a flying code breaker from Liv, which is always a fun spot. She's kind of messy, but with a style like this, that's kind of fine. Um, but I, I get what they're trying to do, right? Like you have big, strong Raquel. They're obviously pushing her really hard, but like Liv's a former champion. You shouldn't be doubting her on that but this was like exactly medium i felt like what were your thoughts um i i wish they they we're okay live live has done a good job with what she's with what she has turned herself into i love it um she can handle her own and she could stand her own two feet i would love for um for raquel now right for Raquel to have that opportunity to build her character and to build who she is and to get further in, in her progression. Cause you have a big, strong, beautiful woman that can beat the living crap out of anyone. You see her, she's a strong uh, individual. And I think that they need to pair her up or, or you know, with, with the right part uh, opponents and really start, really start, you know, branding her like, I always say this. There's not a lot of representation in the Latino culture with a lot of different in a lot of different places, right? Besides Ray, that's it. You know, like uh, you know, Legato though too. Legato, right, right. We have them, but again, and I said this before, he's still not where a lot of other people are at. If you get what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. so do the same thing with Raquel. Raquel could be in a great like ambassador for you for the Latin community, bringing that culture in and build her because she's big strong beautiful talented she could talk on the mic you know and she can speak both languages very very clearly so why not right so i'm hoping that they turn around and and put a rocket on on raquel soon yeah i think they're headed that way which is nice 
So that's good. And I feel like she's looked better. Her match with Ronda I actually thought was pretty good. Um, so that is good to see. Uh, she was looking kind of like iffy and ring wise, but I feel like part of it was she got to the main roster not that yes. long ago and she it's been a, on her a lot to lead a lot of the matches rather than have kind of the breathing room that comes when when working with ring generals when you first get up there. So I think Raquel versus Charlotte Flair, for example, would be probably a stronger match than Raquel versus Shotzi because you have someone to right. guide yes. you along a little bit, which I think would be good. But we have Orion Ben chiming in saying, got a brief Twitter spat about this, but tell me where I'm wrong. Orion Ben says, tell me where I'm telling lies, right? Where's the lie, as Bobby Fish would say. <laughs> <laughs> I could see what WWE booking live costing herself the rumble mm. just to do a table spot. Oh, I like that. Okay. I mean, after the last four or five weeks of storytelling, can you blame me? I could see... I, I actually don't even mind that. I Like, her never-say-die attitude getting the best of her taking her out of Rumble is totally fine if it sets up whoever she's going to be feuding with at Mania. Like, as long as that's not a wasted spot on something, that's totally fine. I don't think she's going to win rumble i i feel like it's going to be rhea ripley if not it's probably like a becky or um i I think it would be cool if it was Shayna, but i think that's going to be a tag thing uh but yeah i i I think that's a that's a pretty cool spot if they execute it right right right. yeah so i'm with you there oh we got kylie chiming in uh said rampage was fun and willow is the best hi kylie hi kylie rampage was fun and willow is the best it sounds like you might have maybe been there though or maybe you just watched and are chiming in now so that rules uh me norma saying here's another sack of money (laughs) for alex's coffee table and kate's bang (laughs) thank you so much for that they're expensive they're expensive they are expensive stop me out you're so funny appreciate you Mark Quill saying the Mountain Dew pitch black hump for chat replied to the Mountain Dew pitch black fightful smackdown and rampage post show sponsored by oh NordVPM and Manscaping hosted by Kate and Alex. That was awesome. I wish I could say that as fast as Excalibur. I'd be like bang, 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 you know? <laughs> what is up with Mountain Dew? The, I mean, even even that, man. We know it's a gimmicky match, but now you're throwing even more gimmicks on it by making it a Mountain Dew blackout. Mountain Dew blackout match, match of blackouts. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't Should've know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just thinking of how our friend was having Jameson before and that he might be in a blackout match of his own. Oh, uh, <laughs> a regular chat that popped our moderator Luis. So we'll read it because Luis rules said that Sonia, Rhonda, and Shayna should card stall start a faction called SRS. Ooh, I'm in. I'm in. The only problem is that like SRS is a jobber, as we've seen. Like he just gets eliminated by Denise and, and Battle Royals. So it's like not a gimmick infringement. That's so mean to do to Sean on a week where he has probably slept 12 minutes or whatever. But <laughs> we move along. Speaking of SRS to the Sonia and Adam Pierce segment, which I actually kind of liked. Sonia tells Adam Pierce, hey, I want a rematch. And Adam Pierce says, hey, you lost, you big loser. I can't just grant you a rematch for no reason. I like it when losses have consequences. And then Sonia is like, fine, I'll get one myself. And Sonia 
attack Charlotte Flair backstage. That should probably do it. So I kind of I kind of dig that. She was like, I was an authority figure. I tried to do it the right way, and then you denied me. So I'm going about it this way. <laughs> I like Sonia. I want her to be a top heel. I want her to be wrestling on my SmackDown show. So I'm for this. Your thoughts on a Charlotte Flair Sonia rematch? Pink Ranger Charlotte Flair backstage <laughs> doing her thing. Looks very really like it, Lady Gaga or something. I really dug it. I dug it. Yeah, yeah. And anytime there is a backstage fight, there is always a ladder around and some metal pipes for some reason. Every time there's a backstage segment, there's metal pipes hitting the ground. I don't know what it is. Of course. Of but course. I thought it was all right. I mean, it's we'll see where it goes. Backstage. She yeah, needs she needs opponents, so She's going to kill Sonya, I'm so unfortunately. She is, but I think Sonya's a good dance partner for her for this. Yes. Because I, I, I feel like she's experienced enough and well-positioned enough that it'll be, I think, a nice little a nice little thing to at least get us to rumble. So I'm for that. that and then we, we get a Cody Rhodes video, Alex. Hey, did you know Cody Rhodes is coming back? Did you know he's working out in the gym? Did you know he injured himself? Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. It is Why can't so you just let us be surprised, man? Boring. They are so overproduced. They overproduce everything. And this is give me a tongue in cheek. Give me a tongue in cheek. Like uh, you know, you this can bank is... on you can bank on that or something. You know, like I'm the boss, right? Like give me a tongue in cheek. Don't give me a full on package because the minute he got injured, you put a camera crew in front of his face. You know. Well, so my hypothesis is they probably were doing a Cody Rhodes comeback documentary. And that he got injured, and this is probably the injury piece of his comeback documentary. I just don't like that they have it on Raw and SmackDown, and they gotta get their money, their level money's up, worth. and they paid them a lot of money, probably. Yeah. Um, but, NXT, but like, just do, <laughs> just do a. Um, I just, I just want it to be as we all know he's coming back at the Rumble, but let it be a surprise. Let it be. A we surprise. all know he's winning it. Come on. Uh. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's I'm probably sorry. Cody. And, no, 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 no. It's sometimes the predictable choice is the right choice. And I think with Rhea and Cody, those that might yes. be the case. That yeah. might be the case. Save you some money, friends, or time. There you go. $4.99. So we get to our main event, which was the only thing I was like, OMG, I love this on the show. But before we do that, Jam Beard says, to fake Alex's point about Raquel, I think two things need to happen to get her fully over on the main roster. First would be to embrace her culture like Thunder Rosa does. I think that's Thunder Rosa does feel very authentic with her representation on screen. Fair for enough. sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I didn't see what the second one was though. Was there a second one? TPD. <laughs> <laughs> so we move along to our main event. Luis, I'm wondering if that impact chat was for the impact stream. No? Yes, maybe. If it's a humper chat, I don't know. Uh, but we get to an awesome, really special, really fun match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And oh yeah, I don't mean to sound like Little Miss Pro Wrestling over sports entertainment or like I'm crapping on the rest of the product or whatever. But like when you see a match like this, that reminds you it's an art form. That the crowd is chanting, "This is awesome, Matt." No piped in crowd noise for this man. Like it just felt like a 
big main event, huge fight feel to it. Uh, a whole bunch of fun. A whole bunch of fun. I loved KO taunting Sammy to stop him. Uh, the Swatton bomb with Sammy getting the knees up to block. I think that was a callback to one of their NXT matches. Sammy setting up for a Huluva kick. Uh, but of course, the Usos show up to stomp Owens in the corner. Um, Sammy sets Owens up on the top rope in this. Owens fighting back and hitting a second rope fisherman's buster was really, really fun in this. More fishermen. More fishermen all over the place tonight. Sammy sets for a huluva kick, but the, I'm sorry, I put that in my notes twice, but Sammy with the huluva kick uh, and the Usos show up to stomp Owens in the corner for the DQ, eventually putting Kevin Owens to the table. Here's what's cool about this. Uh, It's a rare time where the DQ finish, I think, was sincerely the right call because my initial reaction to this, this is what I think worked about it for me. My initial reaction to this was, I was like, oh, this was such a great match. What the F? And then I looked at Sammy Zayn's face and his face said, what the F? And Mm -hmm. as soon as his like acting chops kicked in, I was so perfectly sold on this. There is so much. And Alex Pulaski talked about this and I, I loved the way he was phrasing it. So if you have Fightful Select, listen to him talk about it, but I was in, in lockstep with him on this. There's so much self-doubt in Sammy's character that this was an emotional setback for Sammy Zayn, as well as a, hey, this was, you see Sammy Zayn saying, the tribal chief sent me to stop Kevin Owens. And the Usos are like, hey, we're here to have your back. That's what family's all about. And he's like, Sammy Zayn is just kind of bewildered. And he's putting up the we the ones and, uh, the sincerity of Sami Zayn throughout all this stuff, man, mm. is so damn good. But like the the Usos taking away a moment from Sami Zayn and interfering with the job he was supposed to do for Kevin Owens. Oh my god! Like such good storytelling, such good storytelling. And I loved the way that this moment happened because I feel like. At Royal Rumble, we're really, that's when the full turn happens. But this moment was so pivotal. And so it felt like a DQ wasn't being done for DQ's sake. It felt like a DQ was being done because it was the right call for the story here. Sammy and and Kevin Owens, you know, neither one of them has one up on each other, which I think is important because I think Kevin Owens is going to lose to Roman Reigns, right? Yep. And there's going to be probably a kevin owens beatdown. um this is what palowski booked and i love it and i think it might be the way to go so hear me out roman reigns beats kevin owens there's interference um there's a post-match beatdown on kevin owens and it's relentless and Sami Zayn's supposed to get in on it but it's just so brutal Sami Zayn can't do it and then because Sami Zayn can't do it they turn and they attack him and Alex said, you have a battered Kevin Owens in the ring and a battered Sami Zayn in the ring. And then Kevin Owens just, with the little energy he has left, reaches over and puts his hand on Sami. And then your tag program is off and running. You probably have Sami Zayn versus Roman at Elimination Chamber in Montreal. And then at Mania, they dethrone the Usos. Chef's kiss. Oh, it's perfect. 
It's perfect. I hope they lean in that direction. But tonight was just like the amount of, I don't want to say pressure on Sami Zayn, but the importance of Sami Zayn's ability to deliver in these is just so good. Like, I don't like DQ finishes. This one I was I was so bought in on. It, it felt so perfect because it didn't feel like a DQ for DQ's sake. Absolutely, absolutely adored what we went home on tonight. And I can, as I'm going to be just a mess. I'm going to be crying when the bloodline turns on Sami Zayn. I know it because Sami Zayn is so pitch perfect in all this. Uh, and we got such a great match before. Like, I, I hate when DQ finishes happen. I hate them more when they interrupt extremely good matches great matches in this case, but I was supposed to, and Sami Zayn was pissed that this is how this ended. Like, that's what's important to me. What did you think about this match and what we went home on? Yeah, it's, uh, man, it, it seems like it's it's been a train that's been rolling, two trains rolling towards each other, waiting to see what's about to happen. And we know their story. We know who they are. And I think that's what makes it more exciting um, because of the friendship. I mean, the years of them, you know, going after each other in Indies and and now here professionally together. You know, it's just what happens when it happens is going to be so impactful. The crowd is going to go insane. People at home will be tweeting, TikToking, whatever it is, all over the place. This might be the best segment and best storyline for WWE right now that will continue moving, right? You've had this long bloodline storyline with Sammy being an uh, ordinary ooze. Now he's going to get thrown out. Sooner than later, it's going to happen, right? So, I mean, God, did they ever milk the golden cow? Because this is just pouring out nothing but great uh, television for WWE right now. And I think... Like, man, Sami Zayn had a match with Johnny Knoxville at Mania. And, like, I think thinking, about that, yeah. Think about Sami Zayn now dethroning the tag team champs with his, like, a sincere real life friend and someone he's had 20 years of experience with in pro wrestling at Mania. Like, what people a special cry. job. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be the, the emotion is there. People listen, people cry at movies, people cry at soap operas. This is um, art. This is no different. So the emotion is there, and, and people are going to feel it, and I think it's going to make for great television, and then Cody's going to come in and win every belt. Don't do that. Sorry. I think a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn tag run could be really, really special. So I, I do hope we get that. I do hope we get that. Um, this was a really, really fun way to go home. I rarely like DQ finishes, but this one, because one right. of the characters that was in it hated it, like one of the performers, I should say, is like the fact that he was so thrown off and his emotion after just perfect. Yeah. Just perfect. Fun night of wrestling, Alex. Really like all I, I loved most of Rampage. I really loved the main event. I of course loved Eddie Kingston and Malachi Black. And while the beginning of this SmackDown wasn't my favorite, what it went home on is one of my favorite storylines of wrestling. So I'll take it okay. after a very, very chaotic week. And you can read more about that chaos on Fightful select jam beard with a last minute humper chat or super chat here saying okay to add to alex's booking idea on the final smackdown before rumble you have 
KO and Roman brawling in a corner, and Sammy goes to hit KO with a haluva kick, but misses <laughs> and hits Roman instead. Oh man, that could be really fun. That could be really fun. I kind of don't want Roman. I know they already had matches. I kind of don't know if I want Roman and KO to touch until they get to that point, though. But I don't hate that idea. I don't. I would not be mad at it. I would not be mad at it at all. And I'm never mad. Oh, we got more chats. We got more chats. Mm-hmm. Oh, the second half of the Raquel chat came in saying that Raquel needs to would be to have a takeover level match on a pay-per-view or or main event like she had in NXT. Yeah, there needs to be a an exceptional Raquel showing, I think. I think her her match with Ronda was some of their both of their best work. But like a really, really strong Raquel match would be extremely beneficial. Yeah. Um, we've got Jam Beard saying, okay, by the way, did you and Alex have you and Alex done the stream to catch up on all the chats on Tuesday? We're gonna do a separate jukeboxes stream, I think, over the weekend. It's been a crazy week. Please bear with us. But we did a four-hour Tuesday stream and hardly any of it was about NXT so we didn't get to our usual silliness but we will get to our usual silliness we'll either probably open up with it on Tuesday or add it to Tuesdays uh, but I'm hoping we do just like a separate mini stream to get all of those together but Alex other than in your new beautiful home that's awaiting $30,000 worth of furniture where can the good people find you uh, very easy. You can go to Instagram, find me on there, Alexis Cardoza, or on Twitter, underscore Alexis Cardoza. I have one last thing to say before I get out of here. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. We got some, you know, some business, business uh, to take care of. Uh, did not like the way MJF treated my host, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., calling Lush. him a Scooby Dooby douchebag. So we're going to take care uh... of business this week. We're going to take care of business. I mean, it's the risk you run. You're you're sitting you're sitting there, you're getting a spotlight. Yeah. MJF's got a mic, you just never know. It's just, Freddie Chance in 2023 in an arena. Catching catching shrapnel, you know, just from MJF promos over there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna point. take care of this. But thank you everyone for supporting me and us and here and everything. Yeah, thank you, Kate, for again another awesome Friday. Yeah, this was a blast. Always yeah. always love getting to have you around. Uh and you can find me at Miss Kate Faith on twitter and tiktok i've been doing some tiktok lives that have been fun just just not about anything just going live there uh kind of pre and post shows a little bit or post post shows in some cases just hanging out talking talking wrestling talking dogs talking whatever uh maybe i'll do that now that could be fun um and you can find me on instagram at katestagrams for the graph city boys back here tomorrow morning so check that out Sure, there's more wrestling chaos to come next week. But thank you so much for joining us. Have a safe and happy weekend. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.